0: NFT, NFT, NFTs,
1: NFTs. Non-fungible tokens or NFTs are exploding in popularity. This is Zen Chats. I am Zeneca. Let's talk NFTs. Hello and welcome to another episode of Zen Chats. I'm Zeneca and I'm here with the man, the myth, the legend, the artist, the founder behind Creature World, Danny Cole. Hello, welcome. Welcome. So happy to have you. Thank you so much for
0: having me. It's a pleasure to be here.
1: It's a pleasure. It's a true pleasure to uh, have you here and to meet you because we, we haven't met before this, which I think is kind of crazy given, you know, we've both been in the space for a long time and we're going to get into that. But yeah, it, the pleasure is all mine. And um, I'm excited to talk about sort of Creature World, everything that you're working on, what's coming up and everything that's happened. But I always like to start these by sort of going back, going to the beginnings. Um, I call it like, your, what was your origin story in terms of like uh, getting into NFTs and sort of even before that, like getting into art and, and finding your place as an artist, like take us back to Danny Cole as a child Danny Cole as a child or a teenager or, or wherever you want to begin this story.
0: I would say my origin story begins there, there are plenty of places where I could where I could start it, you know, at at, at being born. Um, <laughs> but but the most relevant origin story begins with me in my bedroom in high school. Um, I found myself struggling a lot. I felt really lonely. Um, I wanted to escape. I wanted to disappear. And I went to a local art store. And I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't consider myself to be an artist. I didn't, I definitely didn't paint. I went to a local art supply store and I bought some canvases, I bought some paint and I decided that I was going to paint a picture. I was going to paint a picture. I had been drawing cartoons my whole life, Um, specifically cartoons of the same character that I still Mm. uh, make pretty much all of my artwork around. And I decided I was going to paint a picture and I did it. I looked at the painting and I thought, this is cool. This is cool that this just came out of me. I'm going to try this again. So I got another canvas and I got some more paint and I painted a second picture. And while I painted that second picture, what I was looking for, that experience of getting lost, it happened. I got so lost that I found myself in the world that I was painting a picture of. And with those repetitive strokes of filling in these huge blocks of color, because I started off painting big, you know, um, you find yourself in somewhat of a meditative place. And I finished the painting and I kind of take a step back. And it was this feeling of where did this just come from? I just experienced something amazing. And that, that specific phrase, I just experienced something amazing is the origin of creature world. So I paint another picture because I want to go back to that amazing place. I paint another and I paint another. And all of a sudden I have this thing that I care so much about. I have this reliable place that I can keep on going to because I want to experience something amazing. My quality of life is improving. I am not getting in trouble as much at school anymore because I have something to look forward to and it's experiencing something amazing. I don't feel so alone anymore either because I have home. And that goes on and that goes on until I kind of got to this place that felt like a little bit of a wake up. Where I looked at all of these amazing experiences and the documentation of each of them, every painting that I was making, and I look around my room and I'm like, "Okay, it's just me and these creatures. <laughs> you know, it's just me and these creatures. So be nice if I um, could open my mouth and say to somebody," Hey, did you just experience something? amazing? And they could say back to me, I just experienced it. So I grew up in a town that had a population of just over 5,000 people. It was a really small town. And I, I knew I want to I bring whatever I'm experiencing right now to people. I want people to be a part of it. I knew people are in New York City. <laughs> so... I'm going to write to all kinds of different magazines in New York city. And I'm going to be like, Hey, can you get this out to people? And one thing after another, it starts to work. I'm, I'm, I'm writing to people about what I'm doing and why I care about it, why this is something amazing. And there are a select few that are like, okay, this is something amazing. Wind up in some magazines I wind up at Coachella. I wind up doing my first show in New York. This is while I'm still in high school. And um, I do this first show in New York. And so many people pop out. It gets shut down. And it's, you know, that's a really, I thought nobody was going to show up. I was so scared. I still have that feeling. Every time I do something, I always still right with my roots. I'm like, what if this is the time that nobody cares. What if this is the time that nobody comes? And it's never happened. Um, but it's, it, it's, it's good to keep those worries close. Um, my mom is very superstitious, so are all the maternal figures in my family. And she always says tutu kanahara, which is uh, Yiddish for no eye evil, like, like an eye, like your eyes, what you see with, yeah. uh, to ward off the evil eye. And, and I asked her one day, I said, do you, do you really believe that there is some big evil eye in the sky that's watching that's going to take everything you love away from you? She said, no, but I believe that there's evil in the world. And I realized that, that this acknowledgement, Tutu Kanahara, was her reminding herself of the things that matter to her and saying, stay vigilant around us. Remember that this could cease to exist. So I, 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 don't, I don't mind those insecurities and I, and I keep them very close on purpose. Not that I really have a say in the matter, I guess. But, <laughs> uh, but so, so I threw the show and, and it's, it, you know, it's a hit and, and it gets shut down because so many people are there. The fire department is not happy. And, um, and I was like, cool, I can do this. I can do whatever I want this to be. Whatever it is that I want to do, I can do it. Is this, putting paintings on a wall, what I want to do? Well, it depends. What am I looking to accomplish? Well, what I'm looking to accomplish is for that feeling of, you just experience something amazing to be something that is shared. And that requires people going to the creature world, just like I do when I'm painting that picture. And yeah, that can happen from looking at a picture, from looking at a painting. Yeah, it can happen. But is that the best way? And is that the most exciting way? And is that the way that would reach me the most? No, you know, I was born in 2000. I grew up with the internet, you know? Yeah. I grew up with things that know how to target and can target. So I was like, okay, well, why don't I try to bring what's in the paintings to life? the best of my ability. Start throwing these really immersive. Bringing the creature world to life in any way that I can, be it with making a play and putting on the play inside of an art installation or, uh, you know, with live musical scoring from different bands to keep things exciting or uh, telling live stories with visuals that I've painted all around me and creating Meals that are meant to correspond with the experience of hearing that story to further immerse you, to doing pop up stores where I'm going to sit down and have a conversation with every single person that comes in that room, one by one, by one, no matter how many hours I have to sit there and staying there until it's time for the sun to come up because I've been there all night, you know? and everything was about, well, let's bring people to the creature world where it wasn't as much as anymore. It wasn't, hey, you're going to come to the creature world. It was, hey, guys, the creature world's visiting. The creature world's coming to you. That's really what I wanted to do. I wanted to bring the creature world to people. I guess this would be a good moment to define what is the creature world? The creature world is a magical world that I visit. Just to just to give um, just to give some context that the magical world that I paint my pictures of that I make my art of. uh, So everything that I was doing for those for after moving to New York, I moved to New York right after that first show. I was like doing everything. How old were you? Like 17? I was 18. I was was a few months ahead of life. Um, I uh, everything was about bringing people together in person. And we all know what happened. Around bringing people together in person, uh, <laughs> global pandemic hit, and I was like, I knew I I, I swear to you, I knew about COVID before anyone <laughs> knew about COVID. I was so early because um, my dad called me and he was like, "Hey, you've seen like the, these blips in the news about this disease that's going around? Um, it's more serious than people think." And this is about to get really serious. And I was like, hmm. hmm. Right. Hmm. Uh, so Did he have a
1: background in uh, medicine or <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no,
0: He sold baseball cards for a living. <laughs> 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 um, oh, man. Um, but he knew. And he so, knew. I, yeah. um, so uh, I was like, my, my, my initial reaction is. I'm fucked. This is gonna be really bad, for me, and I don't know what I'm gonna do. So I got active as fast as I could. I took my bed and I threw it out on the street to make room, and I made a print factory. And I was like, you know, if the world's fucked, I can't sell a painting to 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 be able to keep on doing what I want to be doing. Um, but maybe I could sell a lot of prints. I start making prints. I look at this and it's fun. It's really fun for, for the first part. I love the process. I love the dark room. I love screen printing, you know, all of that. Um, but it's like, again, is this enough? Is this enough towards the mission of really immersing people? in creativity really immersing people in the place that i want them to go to or is this enough for me to go to the deli and get a bacon egg yeah and it was enough for me to go to the deli and get a bacon egg and cheese but it might not have been enough um for my heart and for my dreams so a friend of mine jacob tran comes to me he's one of the co-founders of creature world Um, comes to me and he's like, I really think you should look at NFTs. Um, He's like, there's something new happening here and it's really interesting. And I was like, tell me about this. And he's like, it's digital artwork. And I was like, I'm not interested, (laughs) but thank you. And he was like, no, no, I'm telling you, you should really look at this like, no, I'm fine. He sends me the links. I write back to him. I said, I'm not going to click on those. And I didn't click on him. <laughs> um, he winds up coming over and he shows me. Uh, he shows me super rare. And he was like, Danny, look at this art piece. Somebody paid $2,000. And I was like, what the fuck? And, and the what the fuck wasn't from this place of, I think I could make two thousand dollars. Mm. I, I'm really a person that cannot be bought. You know, um, it was more from this place of why would somebody spend two thousand dollars on a JPEG? Mm-hmm. I know JPEGs. I work with JPEGs. I've seen JPEGs my whole life. Never seen somebody spend a single dollar on. Them. Maybe on our old phones when you could buy on the flip phone when you could buy around, yeah. you know, from Verizon or whatever.
1: Um, 99 cents, $1.90,
0: yeah. Exactly. Um, the original NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and 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 I was like, why would somebody spend money on this? And that was so intriguing to me. Not the prospect of being able to make money, but 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 the prospect that that something that I didn't think was valuable could be Valuable to people in a measurable way. So, and
1: when, my, sorry, uh, when was this? Did you remember that was, like yeah, that was 2020,
0: August, 2021? August of 2020. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, whatever, we're early, you know. <laughs> 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 and um, so, one thing leads to another. I'm doing my research and I realized that I think the only way I'm going to understand this is if I talk to somebody that has spent $2,000 on a JPEG and I need to know why did you do that? And I find somebody, I find somebody I'm looking at, I'm looking through collectors and I find somebody and I write to him and I say, Hey, you want to meet up. I would love to get dinner. I I'm, I'm not trying to sell you anything. I, um, I just want to hear from you and I will pay for our dinner. Um, we sit down, we talk and he tells me all about the art pieces that he owns, that he loves. And that was my introduction to NFTs. It was understanding there's nothing fancy to understand about digital ownership because it's just ownership. Mm. And, and I can understand how much I love my possessions when I look around me. I can understand that I look at, at my first magazine cover right here. I actually, it sold out before I could get it. And somebody, somebody huh. bought one of them. Um, I look at this and I'm like, looks just like me. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm like, I love this. I, I want this, you know, I look at, I, you know, I won't just list all the things that I have in my home, but I understand what it means um, to possess something that matters to me. And I have it matter me more because of my ability to possess it. Um, so that sort of sold me on the idea of digital ownership, on the idea of Web3. Um, but from there, I'm still looking at this domain of my goal is to immerse people as much as possible in creativity. How am I going to immerse people more through digital means um, when I so associate the existence of something digital as being a greater degree of separation instead of something that really contributes to connectivity? You know, we see faces on social media, but do we see another human being? A lot of the time, no. But we start exploring, and Jacob said to me, first thing that he said to me that really, really struck me, he was like, imagine if everybody could have their own creature that was uniquely them, just like you do. And I was like, oh my fucking God. <laughs> I'm imagining it, and I yeah. really like it. Um, so we put out the creature world collection. You know, we make it, we figure out how to make it. The story of how it was made is we figured out how to make it. Um, you know, with uh, two became three, became four. And then there were four of us. We figured out how to make mm-hmm. it. together, just a group of kids. Um, and one huge thing to me was, I was like, I want people to understand the context of the, of these images. I want people to understand the world that they come from. So I was like, in, in order for somebody to get one, I want them to have to go through the creature world. We made this digital creature world and we didn't tell anybody it was coming. We were just like, it's coming out. The, 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 the art collection is coming out and it comes time we're supposed to come out and the, the timer hits zero on the website. And then bam, this 3d world loads where you actually like walk through it and have to navigate in order to be able to birth your creature. And it was designed not to be like a difficult game or anything, but to slow people down mm. to give people obstacles before they could be like, I'm going to, this is mine now where they had to slow down in order to get it. There was a maximum speed. Move um, we designed music, for it, interactive music based on where you are. Shout out London O'Connor who designed that music. Um, you know, uh, a very, very genius friend of mine. Um, Who's also a part of the creature world team now, too? Um, Amazing. The team has gotten bigger. Um, yeah. Or became five, became 12, became 13. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, and ultimately, put these creatures in people's hands. And it takes off. Um, it sort of winds up getting this life of its own. Which this is not necessarily unique to my project. I'm not the only person that's made a collection of 10,000 artworks. Now a lot of people have made a collection of 10,000 artworks. You know, we were um, we were among the first, if not considered to be the first, like like what people would call just like existing artist mm-hmm. to artist. Yeah. emphasis artist to do it. Um we're the first people to do it, you know, obviously. Yeah. Um but there really hadn't been any like artist that was like I'm making an art collection. Um so so we put it out and um and it takes a life of its own because I've i you know I've had the understanding of it's 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 better for me to to get ten paintings at, let's say, let's say, you know, 10 paintings of $1,000 a piece to 10 people, mm-hmm. or I'll phrase this more clearly. It's better for me to sell 10 paintings at $1,000 a piece to all unique people than one painting for $10,000, right. even though you'd say it's the same money. It's like, well, again, what's the mission? The mission is to, to, to seed the creativity, to see the things that we care about, um, and that word seed is really important everything you put on the world everything you put in somebody's hands it's a seed it will spark conversations that you won't be there for it will bring those pictures to life in ways that I could never imagine well we planted 10,000 seeds so that trajectory of growth you know it, yeah. it it's it's so much faster immediately. Um, and as a result, my whole life and the lives of everybody around me sped up so much. Do you want me to delve into chapter two or am I <laughs> just talking?
1: Well, I mean, I asked you what your origin story was. And I think that's the best answer I have ever received to that question because you really went to the, beginning and you went deep and you took us through the journey and and i'm just sitting here and just honestly i'm just in awe enthralled by this the story of of how the creature world came to be and and yeah so i mean i want to get to chapter two shortly but uh let's talk about like the launch when was it like what date basically was in um august of august 2021 yeah so uh as you said before, the like before, like there were a hundred projects dropping every single day. This was still back when uh, 10k collections, especially by an artist, that, that like you said, they were not a common thing. They weren't really done. Um, and I, I was in the space then. I remember there was a lot of hype and attention, and everyone was talking about Creature World because, as you said, the the minting experience was this immersive, different thing, and yeah, people were having so much fun with it. I, I can only imagine what that must have been like for you and for the team just seeing it explode. Um, so yeah, uh, let, let's dive into that. What what was it like after Mint when, when there was this frenzy, when everyone was talking about it, the floor prices running up? I think, did Shaq buy one at one point and oh, make it his oh, sure, <laughs> Um Yeah. Did, did you know that was going to happen beforehand or he just found I knew, it? I knew it was going to happen. You knew it was going to happen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I got,
0: I got, I got the heads up, um, from his team that he wanted. One. And mm. that he specifically wanted purple and yellow one. If I could help <laughs> him find one that he, that he loves the creatures. I was like, that's, I was trying to of out a good one for him. Yeah. Um, and, uh, he found his own, but I was like, I already got one that I thought would be good. So he got them both. You know? <laughs> um, Yeah. Um, So this is chapter two. And chapter two is maybe exactly what you think it is, or maybe very different. You know, say, you know, you look around and everybody is, everybody's so excited, this and that. How does that feel? Well, um, the first moment, we're really excited too. And we're like, and granted, we never got not excited. I'm still very excited. But I, I can, can tell. <laughs> it's just this, it's just like, wow, like it worked. Like people got it, they understood. Um, but there was a very unique thing unraveling in. NFTs that is very, very different than um, selling art in the real world. And at this point, it was still very, very, nothing had been too defined yet. What was unraveling was we put out this collection. We say, you give us $300. We're going to give you an art piece. People say, okay, here's $300. We hand them the art piece. And then they say, now what are you going to give? Yeah. And the (laughs) art piece is not allowed to be the answer. Um, and, And you could say, well, that doesn't just come from nowhere. Where does that come from? And it's very, very easy to understand. This space... The earliest people engaging with Web3 were obviously the people that engaged with NFTs were obviously the people coming from already a background in cryptocurrency because that was the barrier of accessibility. You had to have cryptocurrency. Uh, cryptocurrency, although in theory is supposed to function as a currency, was actually being used as I buy this and then it gives things. To it. it goes up in value. It's more of an investment. Mm-hmm. In, in its in its usage it, you know in an ideal world that's not how it works that's what it had been then you take that same crowd and you bring them over to art and now the crowd has expanded way past that mm-hmm. but like the initial people engaging with nfts were almost only people that are coming from a crypto background you know or and, and and that doesn't that's not even a type of person that's that can be people from all walks of life the only thing in common is just mhm their engagement with the cryptocurrency like, you know you move over to artwork and they understand you know me owning this is not what is not what this is supposed to do for me. <laughs> me owning this is the start of me getting the perks of owning this you know yeah. and, um, and then immediately some folks start coming in with their answers of well what do you get from this and the answers that they start coming with, are really, really short-sighted. They're really unsustainable answers, you know, most accurately described as um, truly. Uh, Ponzinomics. Exactly. exactly. Um, And and, but who doesn't want to be involved with the Ponzi when you're real early, you know? It's very rewarding. Very Uh, tempting. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, But that was never interest to uh, us. What was it of interest to us was the moment we realized what, and this is the big, what can exist on a screen that can't exist in real life, that we could make art, that was able to follow different rules, that was not subject to the laws of nature, that anything that we could dream up, there was a way for it to exist in digital form. And that was not as much so the case in physical form. So we were like, well, there are people in Web3 that are doing DeFi, there are people in Web3 that are doing Earned. There are people in Web three that are doing all kinds of stuff. We make art, so what we should really reward people with is the ability to experience art, the ability to experience art more than anywhere else. That feels like a mission that I want to take. On. Um. So. Among other things, the standout of chapter of chapter two, I, I could talk about all the places that we've succeeded, um, and and I sincerely would like to, uh, but I think we learn so much more from um, failure. You know, really, um, I think it's it's a it's a more beneficial conversation to hear about. And I'm not here to say that we've had any failures. Um, I'm not here to say that we haven't. I'm here to tell a story. Uh, so, um, So I imagined a painting. I'll run that back. We imagined a painting. You look at this painting, you see the magical world that's depicted. We want people to be able to go there What if you could enter your painting? What if you could enter the painting that you have and go into the world inside of it? And what if anything that you did in that world, when you climb back out of it, would be added to the painting? And that felt really exciting. That felt like this is a new way to engage with artwork. This feels like a step into the future. so we build it we build all these virtual worlds where you would be able to come into your painting you'd be able to come into into your creature your creature do not <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's that's gonna be the clip that we 10 seconds of our
0: promo- <laughs> no actually please use that <laughs> all right uh We'd be able to come into the, I don't even want to be able to venture into <laughs> yeah. the, um, into the world of your artwork. No, we built it. And, um, and we thought what better way to start than something really, really subtle. The idea was that by engaging with your artwork, that your artwork would bit by bit become more and more like you. Because each thing that was added to it um, would be a deliberate reflection of you and the decisions that you've made. So the way that I thought about starting it was the creature finds its voice, that you would go into the creature world and you would be able to explore all these different environments of creatures that have convened around the way that they use their voice. The creatures that are silent, the creatures that... um, you know, that sing together, the creature, you know, I, there are many examples, the, the creatures that are screaming and that are constantly panicked. feel like the world is going to end and that you would be able to figure out where your creature belongs. And when you make that decision, this is where I want to leave my creature, that your art piece would get that expression on its mouth. And then in this world where we're presenting as our artworks, that Somebody would be able to look at your artwork and have it be like truly a little bit more accurate of the depiction of you. They'd be able to know a thing about you just based on the feeling. Uh, and we put it out and the response was so polarizing, so polarizing. Um, a lot of people were, you know, you can get lost in the extremes, just like people say the moment that you compare something to Hitler, you've lost the argument mm-hmm. because you know, you're know you being way too extreme. And in actuality, some of the responses were, kill yourself. <laughs> some, of the response, some of the responses were, so crazy. were, you're a piece of shit. Fuck you. You rubbed us. You scammed us. You lied to us. You are not giving us what you owe us. And some of the responses were, this felt different. I don't really know what's going on here, but I'm really grateful for it. And that's what we wanted. We wanted people to explore and to discover. We wanted to put people in a situation where in the act of making this decision of where you belong, that has no right answer that they would be forced to sort of like look in the mirror at their souls, which is what art serves to give us. Um, And we ask, you know, where, where does this, where does this, uh, Controversial response come from. Well, what we delivered was the utility of artwork, your your ability to experience artwork. What we did not deliver was a financial product. What we did not deliver was something that was uniquely individually individually appraisable, and compared. The things that do deliver, although uh, in a very short-sighted form, money printing, it was confusing. It was confusing to say the least. And also, you know, there's a mix of chaos in this space of people always say, you know, you you, uh, buy the rumor, you sell the news. Mm. And uh Perfect timing for people that were able to use superior knowledge of technology to mass acquire creatures to be like, I know that there's extra attention on creatures right now. And this is my perfect chance to offload Um, and, and sell everything all at once. Um, So people are like, I'm confused about what's going on. I don't really know what I'm looking at because this is not, what I've seen from other things in this space. And then you look at the market and the market says, this is bad because people are selling not really related because they started selling before the experience even started Mm -hmm. in reaction. It is, um, it is a crazy experience. Tom Sachs just put out, the same fucking thing. And everybody loved it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, so crazy. Um, but I'm so happy. Uh, I, I look around at the books that I have in my apartment. What do I have in my apartment? I have the Whole Earth Catalog from fall 1971, 1972, with the tagline "Access to Tools." power to the people, the democratization of knowledge. If there's something that I care about, I care about people experiencing. And if I can do something, regardless of the response that lets people know something I believe is valuable to experience exists, and then it winds up taking form elsewhere. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. You know, um, but ultimately there were a number of things that were so interesting to learn from that, which was um, a big takeaway for me was that people love getting something. change is scary. If I, and there's you know plenty of funny meta- metaphors, if I, if I, if I called you up and I said, Xanaghan. Look outside. I got you. The sleekest. Gem green car. <laughs> You're going to be like, damn, are you serious? And if I called you and I said, Denica, look outside, I painted your car gem green. <laughs> <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Why no. would you do that? I, I got so used to use my car. I like my car as it was. Mm-hmm. But you know what? In the final hours before we close the experience, I changed my creature back to its original. Hmm. I made the experience. I changed my creature back. Because even though I understand that these creatures were generated in their current form by an algorithm, it felt like because that's how I saw it, that's how it was meant to be.
1: Hmm.
0: And that it was that way for a reason. Who am I to defy a reason? That reason must know more than me. So I changed it back. And I was like, cool. There must be a better way to accomplish immersion. There must be a better way to accomplish uh, the creation of art through discovery, through participation, but also I couldn't be more proud of The Creature Finds Its Voice. Who has ever done something like that? You know? Yeah. Uh, But we learned from it. And we've been making a lot of things. And they, in my mind, are going to be the gold standard until I find out why they're not. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'd love to dig into what you're working on and what's coming up next. I know that you can't... There's certain things you can talk about, There's certain things you probably can't talk about. Uh, What can you say about what's coming next, what, uh, whether it's for Creature World, uh, whether it's something different that you're working on, that you're excited about, what's yeah, what's coming next for, let's say, Danny Cole, right? Let's separate yeah. the Creature it's World. All,
0: it's, all, it's all so intertwined. You know? yeah. um, I think it's good to understand that Creature World, our primary output is divided into four categories. We make fine art We have a web three innovation lab. We have a brand and we do live experiences. Now there are things that fall under Mm -hmm. multiple categories. Mm -hmm. There are things that are falling outside of those categories where maybe we're going to have to add silo five. That was Um, what is coming is the most ambitious things that I have Ever tried to tackle in my life, because um, I've gotten too close to the understanding of anything is possible. Where I want to be approaching these challenges of I don't know if this is possible, <laughs> and that's the only way that yeah. that 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 it feels worth it. Because I want somebody to look at anything that we make, and be able to deep down have their understanding of possibility be expanded. We are so secretive about our works in progress. Um, I'll check off some areas. It's a bunch of live experiences coming up. There's something <laughs> yeah. There's. I already did say publicly that I'm making a video game, so I can mm-hmm. say that. I can also say that it is not like other video games, or what I'll say. Maybe it's not like other video games that I've ever been exposed to. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, it is definitely, let somebody fucking shoot me for this. It is definitely <laughs> unlike anything you've ever seen. Um, it is utilizing what I think is the potential of Web3, not what I see the mm-hmm. doing. Um, On a creative end, there is a lot of new creativity being introduced. And I know that this is very broad and that this is maybe not something that every listener will care about, but a lot of new characters being introduced. There's a lot of new environments being introduced. There's a lot of new stories being introduced in a lot of different forms the existence of what is the creature world is taking the biggest leap that um that has happened in the history of creature War. uh and that's really exciting to me i think it really is exciting for people to you know how long like how long uh, to use very like technical terms How long can you be excited about the same IP? You know, I'm never going to get tired of a creature. Mm -hmm. I've had that thing with me my whole life since I was in preschool, you know? Um, But even if it was just the creature in the same pose every time, I could get tired of that. Yeah. You're doing the same thing. I can get tired of that. So creatively, I went inward. I disappeared. I disappear all the time. Specifically disappeared into the desert. And um, and I found this rock to sit under like a lizard. And it was a moment where I was like, you know, I'm just writing in my sketchbook. And I'm like, yeah, this is really good. <laughs> so, uh, but to, to, to answer a little bit, before, more to the best of my ability. Um, There is a lot that I'm not touching on right now. And it's like truly mind-blowing shit. Like truly, like if I laid all my cards out on the table, um, I know that the response would be I had no idea that Creature World was involved in so much. Mm -hmm. Uh, But who wants to know how a movie ends before they go see it? You know? Uh, So there's um, every domain that I touched on in those silos, there are things coming. Yeah. But there are things coming outside those domains too, which are really uh, challenging. And uh, what a blessing to be challenged. Yeah. I'll tell you, I'm definitely not taking a single easy route. I love that. Thank
1: you.: All right, I honestly, I could talk to you for hours and hours and hours and hours, and, and there's so much I want to dig into more on all of this. Maybe you come back on another episode and and we dig into it more because, yeah, like, like I said, this is I find this fascinating. Um, I, I want to just quickly touch on you mentioned uh, the live experiences. NFT NYC is coming up. Are you doing something there? Can you talk about that, or is that still secretive, or you're not doing something?
0: We're doing we're doing multiple things there. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's 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 going to be secretive until we don't we don't tell anybody in advance. But like you know, like, <laughs> like right. it's secretive until until uh, you until you know.
1: Yeah. All right. I'm um, I am intrigued and excited.
0: <laughs> we're will... not recording. I will give yeah. you days. That, okay. That to check your availability for because I mean, we're also yes. doing one thing. Amazing. And I'll make sure that um, you have the opportunity to like ride with us for, for a lot of stuff.
1: Very exciting! Very exciting. Um, is there anything else we haven't? I mean, I'm sure that there's a lot we haven't touched on. But before we wrap up, uh, any any final words or thoughts that you'd like to share? Anything you want to put yeah.
0: out there? Yeah, there's one thing that I that I. I just said this in, I spoke twice at VCon and, and the first time that I spoke, this was something that I touched on that, um, that I hold very close to my heart. Um, right now is a moment of turmoil for NFTs, for Web3 and, um, and for, for many, many months maybe a year now, um, I have heard this sentiment echoed of we're early, we're early. They just don't get it yet. They just don't get what it feels like to own this thing. Um, Oftentimes, really, really closely tied to the existence of that thing as an investment. Um, They just don't get it yet. And I cannot stress enough, they get it. Everybody gets it. They don't want it. They don't care. And it's because there's nothing wrong with Web3. Web3 has all the potential in the world. There's something wrong with Products. There's something wrong with the products that are being made right now. And if you can show people a product that they will genuinely be excited about, that they can see the value in because it's targeting them. Don't forget that the majority of the world are not investors. They are not qualified to be investors, and that they do not have interest in being investors. They want to experience. They want different things out of different products. And if what you're pushing is you don't understand this investment yet, they understand. Try giving them something. I don't say this lightly. You are a genius.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, like that is, it's, it's, I can feel my worldview changing in a positive way, like expanding. And and yeah, just thank you for, for saying that, for sharing that, for thinking that. That's such an important thing that so many of us in the space don't consider. Um, thank you. Like, yeah, that's really, really powerful. I'm going to go off. I'm going to think more about that. Um, <laughs> I'm going to uh, be very excited about everything that you're doing because, you know, it it sounds It's coming from a place unlike almost anything else in the space, um, in the world, perhaps. And it's very clear listening to you speak that that is, uh, that that there's a passion and a genuineness to it, um, authenticity. So yes, thank you. This has been such a pleasure chatting with you. I'd love to have you back on sometime in the future. I appreciate you. Um, Everyone go check out. I mean, I'm sure you're following Danny already, but we'll have links in the description below to Creature World and Twitter profiles, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. All right, and, and I hope to see you in New York. Thank you so much.
0: Such a pleasure, Zeneca. I'll talk to you very soon. Love. Is that?
1: Thanks for listening to Zen Chats with zenica Please consider subscribing to the podcast so that you are notified of future episodes. Also, make sure to check out our YouTube channel for the video version of this episode. For even more podcasting fun, check out the other podcast I co-host, Two Board Apes. If you enjoy my content, please consider joining us at Zen Academy, a place where anyone, anywhere, at any level can learn about NFTs and Web3. All of the links are in the description below. I'll catch you next time.